0: Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
1: Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. looking for a great place
0: to start your career start with the city of norfolk virginia whatever you're calling norfolk has opportunities to put your passions to work and make a difference in a vibrant waterfront city you'll love to call home you'll also earn competitive pay outstanding benefits and a five thousand dollar sign-on bonus a career you'll love in a city you'll love not a bad start start your career today at norfolk.gov coastal va jobs restrictions apply Welcome to Savvy
3: Business, Life Unscripted with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Stephen Kirsch. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted for our Life After COVID series. I'm so grateful to have you here today. How are you?
2: It's great to be here, and life is good.
3: (laughs) It is, it is. People are just starting to get back into the groove of things. Uh, This series has started to get people out of uh, stuck mode and back into business and growing. And you're here to share your wonderful system, ProTivity System, which is a great way to get people out there and being productive again. Share how did it come about, and how did you come to uh, creating the system?
2: Well, I um uh, spent 31 years in high tech. Mm-hmm. And um early on in my career, I spent I, the bulk of my time at a little company called Intel. Mm-hmm. And uh early on in my time there, I was introduced to the Covey 7 habits of highly effective people. Uh and I found it personally just transformational. Mm-hmm. And uh so I was offered the opportunity to become a certified facilitator and have been doing that now for over 20 years. Wow. But as I contemplated this thing that they call retirement, which of <laughs> course is you know it's it just means that I don't rec- I don't rely on uh a paycheck uh to to put food on the table, which is a great place to be by the way. Um I I th- I thought about the joy that I got from teaching people how to be more productive, more effective. Mm-hmm. And I actually married some of the work that I had done with the Franklin Covey Company mm-hmm. um, with uh, the book, Getting Things Done by David Allen.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and and so for me, the, the Covey stuff is the what and the David Allen stuff is the how. And I married those together and I, and I call it protivity. They are the activities that, help you make progress mm-hmm. and be productive and feel like a pro and of course, add to your profits.
3: Yeah. And that's the end result. Now tell me where, why do you think some people have trouble staying productive? What are some of the reasons that cause people to get off the productive wagon? As it
2: were? Well, so, so with the productivity system, we start with uh, inspirational goals. Because it really, you know, you need to be inspired by what you're trying to accomplish. Uh, we start there. But I think the place that most people get stuck, and this is particularly has been true for the last six months or so with, with the pandemic, uh, is there's so many distractions.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: and And then we tend to procrastinate. Mm. And sometimes we use the distractions as a procrastination technique. Yeah. So those things are very intimately connected.
3: Now, what do you Now, what I've gotten from a lot of people working remotely? Because it's become a lot of people, business owners and and vice versa, maybe employees having to work from home, having no choice but to stay home, maybe having kids running foot and, and around them. How how do you really keep from getting distracted when you might have well? actual distractions around you well
2: obviously that that's a real challenge um, and i'm fortunate that my children are now grown uh, but but i think the thing that that you you try to do and of course it depends dramatically on the age of your children if you have very small children of course uh, it, it's very difficult to convince them that they could, you know, do something for 20 or 25 minutes. But I use and recommend for my clients a thing called the Pomodoro Technique. Hmm. Uh, Pomodoro is the Italian word for tomato. And if you've ever been in an Italian kitchen, you know that all kitchen timers in Italy look like little tomatoes that will wind up things.
3: Oh, wow. Right. No, so know.
2: the Pomodoro Technique basically says you break everything up into 25-minute chunks and you focus for 25 minutes and then you take a five-minute break and then you repeat that several times. Now, if 25 minutes is too long, Mm -hmm. then you can make it 15, you can make it 10. But you'd be amazed if you really focus and turn off all your distractions and that, of course, includes your smartphone, turn off all your distractions and focus for 25 minutes, you'd be amazed how much stuff you can get done how fast you'll bang through whatever it is that you're working on.
3: (laughs) You know, it's amazing, uh, Dr. Kirsch, because I remember Maria Forleo mentioning that she got a great um, gig to work with Tony Robbins where he, she, he, he called her and said, Hey, I want you to come out tomorrow and do a presentation with me. She did not have a presentation set. um, But she's like, I'm not letting this opportunity go. (laughs) She said, usually uh, something like a presentation like this would take me three months. She said, I put it together in a couple hours, three hours was on the plane, got over there and it was the best presentation I ever did. And, and so sometimes I think I heard her say something like sometimes the amount of time you need is the amount of time you set for yourself.
2: Well, that's certainly true that the, there is the work expands to fill the time allocated for it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a, uh, um, I forget who Parkinson's law, I think.
3: Yeah, yeah. We can end up saying, well, this will take this long. In fact, that happened just for me. I was working, doing Savvy full-time, and I started to take on some more consulting. And I said, wow, I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle everything. But what it is, when you get a lot of work and you get focused, you find ways to do things more effectively. Have you found that to be the case?
2: Well, that's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, uh, one of my favorite books on productivity called The Productivity Project, mm-hmm. Um Chris Bailey is the author. He spent an entire year uh, doing productivity experiments on himself. It's a fascinating book. But one of the things that he discovered was that he was not significantly more productive with a 90-hour week. He didn't get more done than with a 20-hour week. And the reason was with a 20-hour week, he knew he didn't have any time to screw around. He had to be focused. And, and so it's, it's that whole thing. Uh, the, the more focus you can bring to a particular activity, the faster it will get done.
3: You know what I'm thinking? The A good way for businesses and employees to look at work maybe going forward is not so much on an hourly basis, but a targeted result basis. Like instead of, okay, you need to be here for eight hours, here's the work you need to do, get it done, and however long it takes.
2: Well, it, it, in in point of fact, most Employees are salaried and they're paid not by the hour, but to do a particular job.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. So, and, and salespeople have been compensated like that for, for years. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so yeah, I think, I think there may be a time and place for that kind of thing. Uh, of course, almost everybody has a list of tasks and, and things to do, which is much longer than they can accomplish in an eight hour day. Yeah. So that's actually the second step in the pro system is working out of your own priorities instead of somebody else's.
3: Hmm, explain that more for me.
2: So, so I think one of the biggest problems that people have hmm. is the first thing that they do when they start their day is they look at their email. Yeah. And that means that you are going to spend whatever time it is that you're doing your email – uh, you're going to spend your time reacting to what other people have sent you rather than determining what's most important for your work and your, accomplishing your goals. Mm. So what I recommend, and in fact, this is what I did when I, I adopted my last year at Intel, um, I told all of my team and my colleagues, I was managing 40 people at the time. Half of them were in Santa Clara, the other half in Costa Rica. Um, and I told them I wasn't going to look at my email until 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning because I knew that my most productive time was the first two hours when I got to work. Mm. And I said, now, if you have something that cannot wait until 10, or 11 o'clock, right, either call me or text me. And in the last year of my work and my employment at Intel before I retired, do you know how many times I got called?
3: Two, three times.
2: Once. Wow. Right? The stuff that you got, that you got in your email, it's not that important. It's not that urgent. It needs to get handled. Yes. But you should spend your time, what I call your biological prime time on the stuff that matters the most to you and getting your goals accomplished. And you should tackle that before you look at your email.
3: Wow. And you just said something very important that stood out for me. And I recall early on when I started my business, I got an angry client that said to me, I emailed you two hours ago. I didn't get a response. And I told him I look at emails in the morning and in the evening and that's it. And in between, you know, so if it's really urgent, please put urgent. But otherwise, I want to keep on schedule. Um, but I like what you're saying because you let your client or the people you're working for know ahead of time your expectations. That for the first right. two hours, I will not be looking at email. So they knew, OK, during these two hours, I'm focused on this. If you really need me for an emergency, then please contact me via phone.
2: And, and if you're uncomfortable doing that put it in like an out-of-office message. When you go on vacation, people respect that and they'll say, oh, I, I can't hear back from him or her until, you know, two weeks when they get back from vacation. So put that in an autoresponder that says, I don't look at my email between 8 and 10 in the morning. If this is something that's really urgent, uh call me. Mm. Otherwise, I will respond in time. I Set the that. expectation. Mm.
3: I love this because one thing I've gotten from a lot of my business uh, friends and business owners is that they're always putting out fires. They're telling me I'm putting out fires here and putting out fires there. But really, it's those emails that come in or the supposed emergencies that really aren't that big of a deal that if sometimes if you just step back, uh, it works itself out.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes just letting it alone, the the fire goes away. The fire (laughs) goes out, right? That's right.
3: Yeah. So I, no. I like that that um, suggestion because this way, instead of jumping on it and not letting your team learn how to handle the problems, um, then you're kind of making, um, what's the word? You're not allowing them to learn and grow themselves if you oh, certainly. jump in there. Yeah. What were some of the other things that you got from putting together your productivity system?
2: So the third step. Um, you know, so we started with goals and then it's making sure that you work on your prior, your priorities, right? So you, so you, and and I have a, a a weekly and daily planning system that goes with that. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, and then it's a matter of actual execution. And here's where the David Allen system of getting things done and to-do list management. In fact, David Allen doesn't call it a to-do list. He calls it a a task list. And, and one of my favorite parts of that. Mm-hmm. is uh, how to handle projects. Most of us put projects on our to-do list. And David Allen says a project, he defines a project, by the way, as anything that takes more than one action. Mm. Okay. And he says, you cannot actually do a project. You can only do actions. And so you shouldn't put projects on your to-do list. You should put, you should have a project list and list the very next physical action for that project on your to-do list.
3: Mm, it's getting really granular.
2: Some, sometimes that really helps get your mind out of the, Oh God, I have to think about what it is that I'm trying to do here. And, I, you know, every time you come to that project on your to-do list, your mind goes into a tailspin. Well, you eliminate that. If the, t- if the project isn't there, it's just the task. So, so there's some, some great little, little tips like that. Um, but it's putting together a system for managing and organizing and attacking, uh, your email and your, and your, your projects. What comes into your inbox? Mm. Um, weekly, a weekly review process. That's really, it's critical that you gather everything that you need to do. Because if you say yes to one thing, you're saying no to everything else. And unless you know what that everything else is, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: you don't know if the saying yes is the right thing to do.
3: Yeah. It's having a plan of action set ahead Mm -hmm. of time. So you're Mm -hmm. not surprised later on. I love that. Exactly. Yeah.
2: So step four is dealing with distractions and procrastination. And we talked a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. Um, in the procrastination space, there are half a dozen triggers that cause us to procrastinate about things. You know, it's, it's hard or it's ambiguous or it's boring, right? The, things like that, 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 you know, cause us to not want to do something, to put it off. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and so, you know, you have to figure out, okay, well, what is the trigger that's causing me? It? If it's boring, well, maybe go to a place that's not boring and reward yourself in that way. Mm-hmm. Um to, to overcome the 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 problem that's causing the procrastination.
3: Or also uh what you could do, Stephen, is now that a lot of people are working from home, go into your backyard, set up a nice little seating there, get some wonderful nature around you.
2: That's yeah, absolutely. Right. It used to be I would say go to a coffee shop. Well, that's harder these days, but certainly setting up in your backyard or or um you know again it depends on the weather it's first heading into a time of year where it's not going to be as pleasant as it is where i am in california um but but it's still you know but but you can go outside if it's not raining even if it's cool outside you can still go out and 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 enjoy the just the change of scenery can sometimes be a, a enough of a trigger to to cause you not to procrastinate
3: Absolutely, so, and I th- talk to me about breaks. Is that helpful sometimes to get out there and just take those breaks?
2: You short? have got to, and well, that's why the Pomodoro is twenty-five minutes and a five-minute break, mm. and then you do that four times, and then you take a longer break. Breaks are are crucial to resetting your mind. Um, the other thing you can consider doing: an awful lot of people have you know bought pelotons or you know some other kind of exercise equipment do a little exercise in the middle of the afternoon. When you hit that wall where you really want to take a nap. Yeah. Um get on a get on an exercise bike or or go for a run or or you know work out some other way um to get the blood, blood flowing again. It's amazing. It's it's for me it's as good as taking a nap.
3: No, you're right. I've done that in the middle of the day. It's it's so refreshing. Even taking a brisk walk around the uh,
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And then the final step is, is building habits, new habits for the future. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's making sure that this becomes a, a habitual thing.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and, and I really love BJ Fogg's work on tiny habits. If you've not read that book, highly, highly recommend it.
3: Is that atomic havoc? Cause I read that. No,
2: one. no, no, no. This is called tiny habits. Wow.
3: Well, I read Atomic Habit also. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's a a very good book, but I actually resonated better with with B.J. Fogg's book, Tiny Habits. I'm
3: going to check that Uh, one out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like that because what you're saying here is uh, it's going to take time. It's going to feel weird doing all of this when you're not used to it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Not checking your email, not having your phone. And my friend said, I check it 20 times in one hour, my phone. So to to be like, Mm -hmm. oh, I can't check it. Or sometimes you'll have those little um, reminders that pop up on your email. Take them off because they go. You know,
2: know, the phone actually does have an off button. It It does. It really does. You can turn it off. And you know what? The world doesn't end. In fact, I just took a vacation with my wife. We weren't gone for three weeks, um, driving around the beautiful part of Utah, that the, the, what they call the Grand Circle. Yeah. And uh, we were very often without any connectivity, and it was wonderful. Mm. And I spent three weeks not looking at the news. That's awesome. What a, what yeah. a, what, what a, what a relaxing sort of environment. Yes. It, it, yeah. Uh, anyway.
3: Yeah. Uh, this has been such fascinating information and that alone, just letting go of your cell phone and maybe it's hard to do it all day, but let's try it for the first two hours, an hour, you know, bit by bit, like you said, yeah. the tiny habits can lead to huge changes. Um, where can people find out more about you and productivity system? How can they do that?
2: Yeah, so so the best place to find out about me is to go to to the website ProfitMinds.net
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, or to connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm Steve Kirch on LinkedIn. Uh, well,
3: this is is this so. so fascinating. I have to thank you again, Steve and uh, Kirch, for coming out here and sharing your great wisdom today on Savvy Broadcasting. Thank you so much.
2: My pleasure, Christina. Thank you.
3: If you like this episode, please share. To hear more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to LifeUnscriptedRadio.com. To become a guest or participate in paid sponsorship, email us at LifeUnscriptedRadio.com.
1: Bitrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity.
3: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
0: Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.